Welcome to The Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to The Rachel Kujup Show. Today, I want to speak about burnout and how I've been recovering from creative burnout for the past five to six months. But before we dive into this episode, I do want to make it clear that I'm not a medical professional and what I'm sharing here today isn't medical advice. If you think you might be experiencing burnout, please speak with your doctor and your support network. Burnout is a huge issue right now. We all know about it. We're all talking about it. And recent studies in Australia, the UK and the US show that 50% of the workforce is experiencing burnout. And I believe this percentage would be the same, if not higher, for founders and creatives in the online space. I know so many business owners who have experienced burnout at least once, if not more. Many of my one-on-one coaching clients come to me on the verge of burnout, and often they feel like they failed in some way, which just isn't true. We really need to change this narrative because creative burnout isn't a personal failing. It's a sign that there is a mismatch between your responsibilities and the resources you have available to do the work. Burnout doesn't happen overnight. It takes weeks and months of overwork and overwhelm before you start to feel the effects. I experienced burnout for the whole of 2022 in varying degrees. I was mentally emotionally and physically exhausted. Now, a third of people who experience burnout have significant cognitive difficulties. And this was the most frustrating symptom for me because I never knew how I'd feel each day until I woke up. On my worst days, I felt like physically ill when I sat down at my computer. I was like, I can't do this. And my brain fog was so bad, I couldn't write a sentence. Now, if you're a creative or a writer, you know how scary that is because I can always write. It's like my safe place. Yet it just couldn't happen for me. And on my better days, the ideas would come eventually and I could do things like interview someone for this podcast with relative ease. Now, a few things contributed to my burnout. One was that my physical health was at an all-time low after spending 2021 and 2020 in lockdown and being unable to exercise like I was used to. And as a result of these lockdowns, I was also more susceptible to illness. I had the flu twice. I literally thought I was dying and COVID once in a period of about eight weeks. Do not recommend. And it took me like a year to get my physical health back to where it was pre-pandemic And I had so many ups and downs along the way, like iron deficiency, which was contributing to my fatigue that I didn't know until the end of last year. Now, my father has also been undergoing preventative cancer treatment for years, and I'm his carer. Some of you may already know this. He was coming to stay with us in Melbourne every three months last year to have surgery. And as you can imagine, 
This was very emotionally taxing. And my role as a coach means that I'm supporting people through their highs and their lows. And there were many extremes for my clients, like many of us over the past few years. I loved that I was able to support my clients through some of the hardest years ever to be in business, but I'd be lying if I didn't say it was some of the most challenging work I've ever had to do. And finally, I hadn't had a work-free holiday in seven years. Now, I didn't even realize this until my GP asked me and I sat there and I literally just had a blank. I was like, I can't remember the last time I had a work-free holiday. Because even when I wasn't working, I take a lot of time, a lot of breaks. I was still thinking about work or being asked about my work. I couldn't escape it, which meant that I could never truly turn off. I had become a business and a business owner first and a creative human second. To sum up, at the end of the day, I did not have anything, and I mean anything, left in my tank, and I could not get the support I needed to keep doing everything I was doing. That's why in September, I let my team and my coach go. I put my one-on-one coaching program on hold and I went on a month-long break from work. Now, this month turned into months and it wasn't really until mid-January this year that I returned to my business part-time. I knew that if I didn't take an extended break and continued working on empty, I would have no choice but to close my business for good at the end of 2022. Now, that's not to say that I don't love my work or that I'm not incredible at my job because I am and I do, but we must start speaking openly and honestly about the emotional, mental and physical costs of running a business, especially as a founder or a creative. I want a sustainable and profitable business and I don't believe these are mutually exclusive, but I know it's not just as simple as working hard and then taking a paid holiday once a year, drinking cocktails by the pool and being like, yep, I'm all well and rested now. It's about setting intentions and the little decisions you make every day. So here's what I'm doing to recover from creative burnout and more importantly, what I'm doing to prevent it. I hope by sharing my experience with you openly and honestly and sharing these next five steps with you that it will support you wherever you are in your business journey and will hopefully help you to acknowledge and notice burnout before it truly takes hold. So the first thing that I recommend doing is getting support. Don't try and do everything on your own. Let your loved ones, peers, co-workers and your team know where you're at and how they can support you. Get support in your life too. I have a personal trainer, a doctor, a therapist, a cleaner for my house and Pacey goes to daycare every Wednesday just as a start. Number two, identify your stresses. For me, this was creating content. That's why I stopped posting on social media and releasing episodes on the podcast. Managing a team was also a huge stressor for me. I felt like I was always behind and couldn't meet their deadlines and I spent more time managing people than doing my role as a CEO. More on this soon. So that's why it was an easy decision to let my team go. The third thing I'm doing is resetting boundaries. A lot of burnout from my clients comes from not maintaining their boundaries, especially around their systems and processes. Things like clients not providing resources by the due date or not following the set feedback process. It's so important to set client expectations and then uphold them. 
In my case, I receive a lot of DMs and emails from my clients and my community, which I love, but many of these ask for my advice or opinions on things. So I've had to reset my boundaries around how I support my community and dedicate time to this. If I take longer to get back to you and your messages, this is why. The fourth thing I'm doing is identifying what I can ditch, delegate or delay. So I want you to work out your financial and marketing minimum and don't push yourself to go beyond that. Then remove anything on your to-do list that doesn't make you money or calling clients. And if you can, delegate tasks outside of your zone of genius to others. I'm hiring a brand designer and an SEO consultant to help me this year so I don't burden myself with heaps of tasks. And finally, prevention. It's the best way to protect yourself from burnout because research shows the biggest thing you can do to protect yourself is to actually do something really simple, which is turn off your push notifications on your phone and limit checking your emails and social media accounts to once a day or even a few times a week. I did this and I literally could feel my nervous system relax after only a few days. I've kept this up, heard everyone talking about it. So, so wish I had done this earlier. So please try it. Was hearing me speak about my burnout experiences and the changes I've made helpful? Would you like me to talk more about this topic? Let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Rachel underscore Kuzha. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.